Hello and namaste, everyone. Welcome to Awaken Your Light Radio Show. My name is Karen Cressman. I am a multiversal shaman, spiritual interpreter, and self-empowerment coach, and I am walking this walk with all of you. Through the pain, through the turmoil, through the struggle, to get insights and understandings for all of us to learn how to remember who we already are. Remember that beautiful light essence we are. How to incorporate that, integrate that into our physical beingness and physical bodies so that we can expand that light and love out to everything around us. How do we pull it into our own physical bodies even to help ourselves with any kind of medical health issues? How do we bring that forward to support ourselves and then as we do it for ourselves, we do it for each other as well. We do it for the entire world. So it is a continual journey and process. And what's been coming up over and over and over again is that it's not about arriving. It's about the walk. It's about the journey and each step and a choice at every single step along the way. You have a choice. And as I've been saying for years, one of the teachings that I've received is you have a choice of at any nanosecond, every second, every minute, every hour, every day of every week of every month of every year, we get to choose. Are we going to come from love? Are we going to come from fear? And that is a choice along every step of the journey. So, unfortunately, I keep wanting to arrive too, and that's not happening anytime soon, I don't think. (laughs) Not that we arrive in the light dimension. I think that's the first step there. So, with that said, I want to remind everybody to go to the website, karencrestman.com, and if you haven't already signed up for newsletters, Go ahead and sign up for them. I don't think you'll be disappointed. The newsletters are just wonderful pieces of information and wisdom. The last one on October 31st, for those in America, we know that's Halloween, and it was the treats or trickery of verbiage. It was a very fascinating piece on how the words we use will go out into the field and not attract what it is we want. And apparently we're getting into much higher zones of energy in this Aquarian constellation. And so our the correct verbiage is even more important than it ever was before. So that conversation is coming back around to re-highlight it and help us all understand that we've got to create right courage for ourselves if we want the solutions that um is intending. That's the real bottom line. So check out the treats and trickery of verbiage, Wise Ones Wow newsletter. And you can also get it at Karen Cressman Spiritual Interpreter on Facebook. For those who have chosen to give a subscription of 
um, in a nude amount, whatever you choose. I thank you, thank you, thank you. That helps with the radio show and the newsletters. Um, helps tremendously. And I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And the top and all edges and all over. So there we go. Now, it was a fascinating show. Again, we've got some really great updates that came forth for the Andromeda Council. So I'm going to run that. And in the meantime, I want to remind everybody that um, on the 11th, we have a show coming up. And it's going to be with my wise counsel. My wise counsel is God, Jesus, Krishna, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Michael, and then there's other different um, beings that come in. Um, for the show, Archangel Metatron will be joining us also. So you can um, come back and see us on the 11th. The 11 11 2018 portal is an 11-11-11 uh, powerful day. Next Sunday is going to be a powerful day. So it's going to be a fascinating show, I have a feeling, of what these energies are bringing in. So there we go, guys. That Those are the updates. And remember, you can like us on Blog Talk. That's another area to connect. All right. So the setup for the show is a council meeting, and you're going to be hearing reports from multiple sources. So enjoy, and I'll be back after the report. We have just arrived outside of Uranus, and there is, this is where the Supergate is. So we're on the side where the super gate is. Wow. Um, the energy dynamic here is really intense. I'm a little concerned because I think that something's going to come through this gate any second now. And it's, it's a tremendous sonic boom when that happens, when something comes through. It just moves energy. I mean, think about this massive ball of energy coming into a field. It moves all the molecules. So, um, Drummond, are we safe here? Yes, he pulled back. Okay. Um, there's something coming through, isn't there? Oof. Yes. Yes, it's a very big ship. Oh, wow. This is like, like an enterprise kind of ship. Um, bigger than that, actually. Bigger. Um, like the size of a city big. It's huge. Um, and it's just kind of floating there. It's hanging above Uranus. Is it going to... Oh, we're going to it. Oh, goodness gracious. 
We are going to it. Um, well, okay. The we're going into one of the portals uh, or into one of the cargo holds. Alrighty, and oh my goodness. Oh, thank you, Truman. Um, Namaste, Gallery, and Namaste, Commander. It is good to see you. You're on this ship, and and you're okay. You're in a field. All right. He's got one of those skins on. It's like a field. Namaste. Oh, we get to do our hands and our touch our heads together. Good to see you guys. Thank you, Galilee. Namaste, Galilee. Namaste, Commander. Namaste, Mark. Good to be back. There are really exciting things to tell all of you about. So I wanted to be a part of this conversation today. Come, Karen. We have a, a team waiting to meet with the two of you. Okay. We are walking up. Now, Galilee, are these five ships floating around our universe galaxy all the time? Because before you said that the portal was on the back side of Uranus so that they, the ships coming through couldn't be seen, Oh, yes and no, Karen. That super gate has been there a very long time. It just was a convenient location that Uranus was where it was, was Uranus pulled there and created in that orbit so it could hide it. Good catch. (laughs) You've taught me enough to ask those kind of questions. So, okay, but now the ship is above that. It could be spotted by NASA. NASA already knows. NASA's been hiding it from you for years, years and years, decades and decades. So it's all good. And um, they know better than – our technology is so far advanced. It won't do us any good to try to counter it. What about are they under control enough? The commander turned and smiled and said, I'm happy to report yes. Very good. Very great. Freedom for all of us. Don't go there too fast, Karen. They're not gone. (laughs) Drats. They're not gone yet. Okay, we're heading down a hallway. And I was taking advantage of the people mover to ask all those questions. We were on one of those people mover things, um, like you see at airports. So we are going into a conference room. Wow. Wow. There's like 100 people here. Yes, there are. Wow. I'm thinking we're going to have a handful of people. This okay, is going to be I'm into a seat. Call. It's a big very room. Long, I, I can see it. Room. <laughs> 
I need my glasses on for this. <laughs> okay. I need uh, liquid eyes here, guys. Um, yes, we just took seats. Oh, Curry's here. She just reached out a hand. And Billum, thank you. And Cerise next to me. Hi. Hi. All right. So, Let and the see. commander I'm took his... They're bowing. The commander took his seat across from me. So, all right. There is... Oh, oh, Mark, I recognize this guy. He's the... Um, I'm able to talk because they're not hearing me right now, but just to fill you guys in, the um, this is the ambassador. That was that's who he is. The ambassador of the Andromeda Council, or at least one of them. Namaste to all of you. We're very happy to have our Earth representatives here. Welcome. And we're happy to have some of our associate teams with us. Welcome to all of you. And he's, the commander is one of those teams. We have some really good information to share today. I am happy to report that the teams have been doing some amazing work. We have accomplished much and it has been an honor to be a part of this journey with all of you. Stand by your sides and support each other in these missions and in this accomplishment. We all owe ourselves a huge congratulations and debt of gratitude, and we owe it to each other and to all that are here. It will serve this entire universe and the other universes. I know there's been some mix-ups and shakes-ups with all the changes that have been made by the guardians. There were many of you here that were the genetic farmers and were unhappy with the changes that were made to planets like Earth, or Terra, as many of you know it as. So... What we want to say today is we realize that perhaps those genetic changes were advancements that you feel continue should continue. However, what we also want to say to you is all of those genetic experiments that you were doing were being manipulated. You do realize this. And that had to stop to stop the manipulation. It was a matter of taking away all the different tools that the Drakers have been using to control these different species. And humanity is not the only species they were controlling. If we take away the tools, we take away their ability to function. Thank you to all that have been working towards that. We've had, he's pointing to a group on the right side closest to him. We have had the scientists who have been working very carefully 
with the vibrational frequencies on the planet and how to shift those. They have made great headway in this mission. We would like an updated report, please. Okay, so someone's standing from that group. Yes, we're happy to report that. We have been doing all of the testing. We've been using Jupiter and Uranus and different experimental areas within those planets to determine how we can work with the soil to support the the lowest common denominators of the food chain on Earth. And that would be your ants and your worms and your grasshoppers and your crickets and your, your any type of bugs, any type of um, the, the lowest food chain um, group that's, he's using a word I can't, I don't know. Um, and that would then cause a ripple effect. If you can take care of that group, you can have it ascend up the ranks and make a difference to the top of the food chain. We have been working diligently, and I'd like to report that we've made some great headway. They have figured out a frequency that we can use for the soil to counter the effects, the harmful, harmful effects of the pesticides and chemicals that they're putting on the soil. We're still working on the effects of the genetically modified food sources. We have not completed that yet, but we can say that we've greatly been able to assist the bugs and species on that nature that are on the planet. Now let's go back to the other huge issue that's been happening is all of the pollinators on Earth have been sabotaged and manipulated and biowarfare has been done on them. When you look at the bats and the bees in particular, they have been greatly injured, killed by the millions in their colonies and their hives. It's been horrendous, actually. They are getting very close to a solution for the bats. We have been testing out some of the frequencies they've developed. We're also testing out some serums that could be brought to the planet that would be food sources to assist them in healing the funguses that they are, are developing. So that is good news. We're very close. So I'd say we're 80% there at this point. As far as the bees are concerned, that is a major, major emphasis right now. We are not as far on that. Unfortunately, I wish we could report as far as the bees are concerned. However, we are working right now with the serum that they developed for the bats. If we can bring that serum into a source for them and get it into their hives, that it would empower their hives. We're not quite sure how to do that without impacting the honey that they produce. And then what would that do to the ones that consume the honey? 
that's our concern right now. We haven't figured out the ripple effect yet of what will happen as this goes down the food chain. However, we're very hopeful that we've gotten this close with the bat species and that we will be able to do that also with the, the bees. If nothing else, what we can report is that we have taken bees onto some of the ships. We have worked with colonies there, and we have gotten them very strong and very vibrant. We are working to develop sources through that, and we are maintaining the species. We are finding that we can breed them in these environments, and if nothing else, we can replace the population on the planet. So that's our backup plan and the good news that we have. However, we still feel that there is a solution on Earth. It's a matter of figuring out what we can do that would be beneficial to all in the long run and not just a short-term solution. That is our report. Thank you. I'm clapping. Not out loud, but I'm clapping. Galilee's laughing at me. Um, the ambassador just smiled and shook his head. <laughs> I think it does deserve a round of applause. I'm going to join you. <laughs> the whole team's clapping now. So it's a t- whole table. Um, all right. Next, I would like to bring up a report from the inner earth beings. We'd like to know what's happening on the inner earth and how your communications are going and the connections that you've been working with and in helping earth humans evolve. Korea standing up. I am happy to report that we have been doing some amazing work and seeing some amazing results. The surface humans have been doing some wonderful things as far as the the meditations we've been guiding them to do. They have been really working to support the planet. And it's amazing, even though there have been tragedies lately that have happened throughout the planet, everyone is getting Together, it's actually developing a synergy of love in a greater expansion on the planet now. And that's the beauty of this, is that they are stepping up and they are doing the work. And when these tragedies are happening, it is making people pull together even more. That is the wondrous part of this, is that people are pulling together and they are gathering in strength and in numbers. The prayer visuals, the meditations, my team has expanded rapidly. We have put more resources into the meditative rooms so that they can work with the humans 
We have had people working for generations with families in, in connecting to their dreams and their meditations. So we are, we are seeing a shift in consciousness through these interchanges and through viewing the surface humans. We are getting a chance to really help them grow and develop. And that's the whole key to all of this, is that it is evolving and growing and expanding. We are working to, to attempt to get more people communicating about these changes. It's unfortunate that we're still finding they're so challenged by the the money system on the planet that it is causing many of them to feel stuck. When we can get that money system changed, it will make all the difference in the world because they're all ready. It's like they're all at the gate ready to move forward. But it isn't until that shift happens on the surface that they will be able to leap forward. That's what we're supporting next. We have a whole separate team that is working with the financial structure and assisting in guidance to shift the financial structure and create a new balance in the money system and how it is exchanged, utilized, and maintained. That is the report we have today. Thank you. Thank you. It is good to know that source and that you are like feet on the ground, so to speak, providing the insights of what's going on in the surface. We greatly appreciate that, and we appreciate your support in this process. It is our service and our honor. Thank you. Namaste. All right. Next, we would like to speak to the pavilion that is working with the galactic airwaves and maintaining the ships in this universe. He's pointing to the left, his left, and there's a group there. And there's a gentleman standing up. He looks like he's probably a commander, like a colonel or general, more like a general. Hello, everyone. It's good to be here. It's been a while since we've been able to give a report to a council like this, so we appreciate this opportunity. We have been monitoring the airwaves, both physically and electronically. We've also been monitoring it as far as vibrations are concerned. And it's been a very intriguing process, we can tell you that. We have noticed that there are different vibrations coming off of all of the planets. And what's fascinating is that it keeps changing. It evolves. Now, you might look at me and say, well, that's normal. It should evolve. Yes, 
to a degree that is normal, but not to the degree we've been seeing it. And what we can gather from intel on the ground sources and from the council that's been going on is the emotional mental shifts on the planet. Now, many of you know about the bases on many of the planets and that they are, in essence, slavery, mentality bases. They are beings that have been brought there under false pretenses and they are now stuck there. Many of them don't see it as stuck because it's the only thing they know. The newer generations, it's the only thing they know. They see it as home. But we know that there is a difference in that. We know that that wasn't their original home. However, we also know that to expand a world, you expand out and you colonize other planets, which is in essence what was done, unfortunately, under false pretenses. I say all of that because these expansions that are occurring on the different in the different planets is causing a change in the vibrational atmosphere of the planet, which is causing a vibrational change in the atmosphere of the galaxy. It's been very interesting, especially coming off of Earth. He's looking at me. Earth has made some tremendous strides. That's what we're happiest to report. It used to be at a density and a frequency that was the lowest galaxy. Now it is moving up, and it's probably in the middle range at this point. So gathering from the intel that we've received, it's very feasible that this huge change in energetic vibration is a result of humanity evolving, raising their consciousness, accepting the changes, remembering who they are. That would be the greatest accomplishment for them to remember who they are, that they are starseed, that they are star family, and to bring back the memories that have been wiped from them. We're very happy with the results we've been getting. As far as the other planets are concerned, there is a shift in them too, which kind of surprised us, and we did some more research on that. And what we're perceiving from that is it's sort of, we believe, as silly as it sounds, it's the hundredth monkey effect that when you have a certain proportion of a species reach a certain level of understanding, it expands into all of that species. And that's what we're noticing. But to add to that, we can also tell you that when we take it back to our home worlds, we're seeing the same expansion. So it is accurate to say that when you work with one group and you expand one planetary consciousness, it will shift all of the like species 
greater region. We haven't looked throughout the universe, but at least in this galaxy, it is showing its effect. Now, let's go on to talk about the airwaves, now that we've gotten that vibration set. And thank you to all who have been working to support the shift in the emotional vibration. It, has, it is showing, very much so. We have the proven results. As far as the airwaves are concerned, we have, I hesitate to say complete control because <laughs> the ambassador's laughing and shaking his head, no, don't go there, don't go there. Yes, ambassador, you are correct. Every time we felt that way, we have seen how we don't have it in control. So what I would wish to say to all of you is that we have a very good handle on what's going on. Our report systems are strong. They're established. They're in place. They're working well. And with those report systems comes information that shows us that our team, our Andromeda Council team, and our wonderful associates that are working with us to support the freedom of humanity and all species, have we have a very good connection, understanding, and we're well located in the field. There have been some galactic battles happening. However, the we're winning. We're winning is what we can say. Now there are some concerns for all of you that that the the Draco and similar species have um, gone into stasis in several of the planetary systems. They are hiding out in some of them. They have bases in some of them that are fortitude or they're like fortresses and the good news is that we are aware of many of them. And even better news is that we've got help that is assisting us to find them. And with that in mind, it, it gives a result that we have under control and that we are in control of the airways. Thank you all for the work you've done and the support. Namaste. And the ambassador is saying thank you very much, Colonel. You are right. It is our reports that we are very much in control of all of the airways at this time means something couldn't happen. However, we are very attuned and monitoring closely any changes. And with that, we would be able to handle any situation that came up quickly. There's the bottom line and the good news. Thank you again. 
Okay, they're bowing. And the next follow-up to this conversation would be Commander, one of our associates, Commander of the Red Reptilians. He is standing up. And what you guys need to know is that when he, it's like there is a voice communicator for him. He doesn't speak English, but there's something that speaks for him. I, I just realized I've never said that. I've never seen his mouth move. It's some kind of a device around his neck that projects his thoughts in English or any language I'm hearing, any language. Be cool. Thank you, Ambassador. And thank you to this amazing team. We are honored to be a part of it. My ranks grow in number every day. I am to say that my species has pulled together and teamed together to create a new world for ourselves and all of you. It is a very happy day to be part of a council like this and represent my fellow beings. It is also a very proud day for me to announce that we have our sixth intergalactic base created. We have teams of scientists from species working together. I have my fellow beings in multiple colors working together. We have seen intergalactic species, relationships, friendships, and bonded families. And it is a result of working with all of you that that could happen. That's first and foremost. Because the way to have peace is to honor diversity honor each other for our differences and empower the strengths and how those strengths can become a collective, cohesive, collaborative ability to work together. You have all helped us learn that. Thank you. It is because of that that we have been able to work with all of you. And we have been able to source this team. And as the colonel was just saying, we have been the, I'll use your term, boots on the ground or boots in the air that have been looking and finding the beings in the stasis chambers. We have been able to pinpoint their genetic codes and frequencies of where they're hiding out in bases. Because we understand that, we have been able to use our own DNA as a source to help shift some of these beings. We have been able to bring them into our field, into our ships, because it's the atmosphere needed. And we have been able to work with them to determine exactly what's operating these hybrid super soldiers 
and what is allowing them to exist in the powerful way that they are existing. What are their skins made of? They're in these super cell bodies that are allowing the genetic codes to shift and transmute. It's quite fascinating, and there's amazing new technologies that will come from this. The fact that there's a code that could genetically mutate every day, week, month, year, giving them different, they can literally mutate and shift from one environment to another and be fine in it. It's been a fascinating technology. And we are honored, Ambassador, to work with you and your teams to look at the science and determine how we could use this science for the betterment of all. Unfortunately, the science has been used by the Dracos to harm and control. But what if we use this for the betterment? What could we create? What could we accomplish? Beings living on planets that are inhabitable right now and make them habitable. Give people new worlds new species, uh, or some of the species that you've got in your test labs, what if we could use this to create environments and worlds for them to exist in? They weren't created for that purpose, but we could recreate their purpose. We're honored to be a part of this. And our biggest mission has been to assist you in finding where the Dracos are and helping with their genetic code. We have also been looking at our codes. We have been able to compare previous records of our genetic makeup and those that have come to work with the council and in the freedom of the reptilian race. What is the difference in our code today versus then? You'd be amazed at the differences. We have the reports, and we have been working with the council in this very manner. He's looking at Galilee in that. It is intriguing to look at what our code was previously and how we have been able to mutate it to come to a place of service instead of destruction which is what we were created for. Many of you at this table already know that my species was created by the Draco as their slave. We are there to do their bidding, do their command. We were created as soldiers. We weren't created as a species that would thrive and enjoy life. We were created as pawns that could be destroyed and forgotten. So our DNA has had to shift expansively to get to this place that we are now. We're looking at how that happened. What were those differences? And can we use that knowledge and wisdom to create a formula that will serve the hybrids and the Dracos that have been captured if they choose. 
as you all know, we can't force that issue. So we would like to know that our brethren will shift with us and not be lost. We understand the differences and we support what's in the best for the greatest good. And we are honored and we thank you all for the opportunity to have this clarity and understanding. Thank you. Namaste. The ambassador is bowing his head and saying, thank you for such a good description and the clarity you bring forth about your species. Many at this table don't know all the things that you just brought forward and what a distinct difference in your genetics has, has occurred how that's occurred to be able to bring you to this point of service. It's a far greater growth process than anyone else at this table has experienced. We honor you in your journey and in your strength to accomplish it. And we're honored to have you as part of this team. Thank you. They're bowing at each other. Darn it, they didn't tell me to bring a tissue. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Terry's laughing at me. <laughs> All right, we have one more report. He's pointing to the back of the room. Biologics, will you please give us an update to what you've been experiencing and learning? We'd be happy to. We have a biological team. We have been working on the ships with the different plant species from Earth and multiple other planetary systems. We are looking at, especially in the Earth galaxy and the solar system there, what can we do to support the, the planet's surface when the Earth or when the sun goes through, through her solar flares and her solar shift. We want to support the living growth on the planet. We have been able to learn a lot about the different species that exist on Earth. Those are the most important, especially the rainforest planets, or um, not planets, um, plants. The rainforest plants have such an amazing, amazing plethora of healing potentials. We've learned so much for other planets. We are working on taking some of these species into other worlds and looking at how we can grow them elsewhere and bring that amazing ability to other star systems. We had no idea the medicinal value that exists on Earth. It has been held back so greatly. We are thrilled to be able to work with these different specimens and work on hydroponic lab opportunities to create and grow these species. We have been busily cataloging thousands upon thousands upon thousands of species 
And it is our mission to create a library of all of the plant species that exist on Earth and their use, their vibrational values, their strengths, and um, well, some of them aren't the best, you know. Some of them will kill you. Uh, there's both. And so we are busily getting that handled so that we can have seeds to grow all of these. Now, as you know uh, from one of the reports that the the soil has been greatly impacted on the planet due to manipulation and a type of bio-warfare. It is for this very reason that we're hurriedly attempting to get all this information before too many of these species are destroyed due to the pesticides and chemicals and pollution and trash that's been. We've gotten a lot of information and we've still got lots to go. Our teams have been going and getting samples and sources and root system structures for years now. And we've gotten ahead of ourselves. We can't even keep up with the number of samples we're getting in. It's been so massive. But the good news is that for all that we've done, we have an extensive amount of information on not only the different sources, but their capabilities and how we can use them. And what I'd like to offer is that we could work with your team that's working towards getting the vibrationals we might be able to force you through oils and residues. Like what if we could bring an oil or a vitamin nutrient supplement, a spray for the, for the bees, for the pollinators? We may be able to coordinate that kind of a structure with you. We've been working on some ideas on our own about that. And there's a possibility that we can come up with another formula that would serve without having to create a frequency ripple. It's very possible that we can do that because if we bring a plant species from Earth to the source, it's, it may be a plant species that the bees would already have been in contact with and have uh, the genetics of in their feet or in their um, antenna. And that would allow it to be safe to introduce to the population. So we would be happy to work with you on that. Most importantly, know that we are doing everything possible to maintain the vibrational structure of these plants so that they can be reintroduced to Earth or brought to other worlds. We are very excited with the results that we are getting. There's really good information, and I'll be happy to provide a report, Ambassador, when you're ready to see the full spectrum of information. She is bowing, and the Ambassador is saying, wonderful, wonderful. I think it would be a very good idea for the two of you to meet 
and see if you can bring in the biologicals to the vibrations and work those two together. Thank you. And they're both bowing at each other. And we have a last report to ask for. Karen, will you give a report for Earth? Oh, um, I didn't expect this, Mark. Ambassador, what exactly would you like me to report on for Earth? where humanity is that you perceive it at this time. What I perceive on Earth at this time is that as the inner Earth beings call us the surface humans, humanity is stretched to its limit. I, I feel that many, many people, many of what we call the worker bee population, they're stretched to the limit. They're ready to snap. Something has to change in the financial structure. The rat wheel race is so fast that people are exhausted and collapsing. The, the prices just keep going up, but the income doesn't. And there's so many people who are stretched the limit. And I, I think it's wonderful that you're seeing an increase in meditation because honestly, when you're on that rat wheel, it's very hard to even have a moment to think about meditating. That's what I'm noticing. That's what I'm hearing from so many people. They're so stressed out. At the same time, there's people searching for answers. I guess the 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 benefit of that, the silver lining in being so stretched out is people have had enough. They're, they're sort of at the end of the rope kind of thing and saying, enough, enough. It's got to stop. Something's got to shift. They're looking and searching for change. That is what I see around me. People searching and looking for change. And the good news is that we've got the millennials and the X generation that are coming in. For those of you who don't understand the terminology, it's those that are born from like 85 to 2000, 2010, because now we're into the I generation. Um, those are the, 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 especially the X generation, 2000 on, they're looking at this and they're going, okay, this is so silly. I'm not playing by these rules. I'm going to create my own rules. I'm going to create my own business. I'm going to, you know, there's an orphanage that needs to be done. Well, I, I can start with one child and, oh, by the way, I could do this and I can do that. And I can, they are the ones that are living outside of the box, boxed in paradigms. Unfortunately, my generation was the first to say, no, this isn't right. This doesn't make sense. But the, and then you got the, the millennials coming in after 85 saying, oh, watch how I'm going to do it. And now you've got the X generation saying, mm-mm, this is what's going to happen. We're not going with those old rules and regulations. They don't work. They don't work. They don't make any sense. What are you talking about? They don't make sense. It's 
there is evolution happening. There is growth happening. We really need the freedom of the financial system to expand that, to expand the possibilities and expand the fact for every being to have healthy food and every being to have a roof over their head and every being to have food on their table and every being to be able to do what they're passionate about without fearing the loss of their home, without becoming unhealthy because they have to eat food that's toxic. It's, it's, there's more and more people dying at younger and younger ages than, than my parents. You know, your average person dying of a stroke now is 40, 50, 60 years old. It used to be 70, 80, 90. So that's what I see on earth. People are stretched to the limit. They're at the end of the rope. They're looking for change. There's kids coming in who are change agents. They are making a difference. And we greatly appreciate everything that every one of you are doing. Teams, your commitment, your passion, your dedication to helping us and helping all that is. We are so grateful. Mark, would you like to share your perception? Yes. Also, would like to thank all of you for your love and support for all of us. And one of the things, of course, is the weather systems on the planet and how that is causing great harm, great damage, and affecting the lives of many, especially in North America and other parts of the planet. And also those of us that are doing the work, that are truly awakened, um, need more direct support because many of the others that are not yet awakened, their focus is they believe it when they see it, but their comfort zone, their perceptual abilities are not ready for it. So whatever you can do to directly support us, to directly meet with us for, of course, your teams like the Drama Council Care and I work with, as well as the Anne Shaw work with us very closely. And we need that direct face-to-face um, interaction so that we have more support directly to assist those to fully awaken on the planet so that more of the Earth Service humans can fully awaken to their highest potentiality and the um, proper way that we've read, read uh, on to help our left and right brain to work more together. Those of us doing the work have done that on our own, but many others have not. So we need more direct support and guidance with that in a direct fashion. Face-to-face would be helpful for there are many of us that are ready for that face-to-face direct um, communication with all of you. So Karen and I and many others are ready for this face-to-face communication and meetings with all of you. So we are looking forward to bringing our direct um, co-creation together, not only for the Earth, but as you, you well know, for the future of the Earth and all the other planets that are in their ascension process so that we can together support all of creation together for the greater good of the whole. 
Love, light, and blessings and appreciation to all of you. Namaste. Galilee is chiming in. Mark, thank you for bringing up the, the weather patterns. That is a huge issue I would like to bring up to the entire group here today. We have been monitoring the frequencies. We've been monitoring the plants. We've been monitoring a lot of things. And one of the things that um, both the Anshar and my team have been working the the energies of the field around Earth. It has been very much a concern with what is happening with the weather patterns. A lot of that is causing destruction to many beings, many humans, much of the surface area. Some of that is natural, and some of it is is, uh, bioengineering. So that has been a great concern for many because what it's doing is causing much, much, much damage and therefore insurance claims. And it's another way to keep keep people caught in an economic web. It is also their way to keep disclosure from happening if they prevent people from seeing the true picture of what's going on in the atmosphere and the ships that are around. It's uh, a manipulation as far as controlling the truth. And it's also a way to prevent the sun's rays from harming people. It's a catch-22. And what's happening is the ways in which they're doing, they're preventing the sun from shining is causing more damage in the long run because it is affecting the soils, it is affecting the plants, it is affecting the waterways, it is affecting the health of each individual on the planet. So Mark brings up another good point in that there are a lot of stressors that are happening to surface humans right now. And as Karen said, they're reaching the end of their rope. So many of them are don't even know where to turn next. They're lost. So they are ready for change. And as Karen said, the good news is they're open to it. They're open to it. And you've got the newer generations who are the change agents that are ready to leap on board and steer the ship. So I believe the two of them have given you an accurate, honest depiction of life on the surface and what else we need to know in order to serve. Thank you. Thank you, Galilee. Very good information, Karen and Mark. Thank you for bringing that forward. We know next we need to get a team on the bioengineering and the surface weather systems and patterns that are going on. Galilee is saying what you also need to realize is they have been bioengineering to keep areas flooded and other areas in drought. And that is harming the actual natural 
plant and seed population. And Vasu is saying, thank goodness, we have the biologics team working on that so that we've got that seed. And he's looking at that person and she's nodding. We're on it. We have taken care of a lot of that. Good. Good. All right. Thank you all for being here. And we will be putting together meetings that we'd like to have with the individual groups and how you can support each other in these missions. Thank you very much. We needed to get this update and we needed to figure out what's the next approach in moving forward. We are very happy that we have an excellent handle on the energies and the flow of the airspace. We are very happy with all the results that you have all of you have achieved. We are excited to continue into the next phase of this process, and the information you brought forth today will allow us to determine what that next phase is. Thank you all for the service and the grace and the wisdom and the humanity you bring to this process. Thank you. Namaste. All right. Ha ha. Ah. That was wonderful, Galilee. Thank you so much for this information and for including us in this meeting. It wouldn't have been complete without you here, Karen. We needed yeah. to know that your input, both you and Mark's input, because you both brought a different perspective to the conversation. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, I want to share uh, Karen's uh, love and appreciation to you and everyone here. Appreciative and looking forward to more co-creation together, more direct ways as we have already discussed. Thank you. We honor that immensely. We will all walk you out so that we can have some final words with you, Curry is saying. So her villain, Suri, and the commander is coming around the table. I can't walk you out. That's why I wanted to greet you. But I do want to thank you. We have some meetings to go to. He's taking my hands and we're bowing. Namaste, commander. Thank you. Namaste, commander. Thank you. Wow. That got a lot of people's attention. I'm winking at the commander. You're gonna you're gonna get more people involved in this. He said, that is my mission. Thank you. And, yeah. <laughs> all right. And, we're walking and, out. All right. And, uh, well, Terpak, I know he's connected with us. Uh, yes. For the commander to to work with us specifically, that any people stereotype reptilians and that they're all bad, when, of course, as we know, they're not. So how do we teach Earth service humans to see that difference. We need to be the people of Earth all together. We also need to see the reptilians and all the other races here and elsewhere in a more positive light, not stereotyping which Earth humanity service humans are used to doing. So, you know, I'm looking forward to working with you directly, as I know Karen is, to help with that alignment of Earth service humans. Namaste. 
And um, we're on the people mover now. Um, Galilee is saying, Mark, that's exactly what you're doing. You're doing that now. So thank you for wanting that and maintaining it and continuing with that flow. That is the reason for these conversations, and you hold the field magnificently. So thank you for bringing it to a voice on this recording because anyone new will hear it and feel it from you and know it. Thank you. All right. We're back at Truman, and I get the sense that people, they want to give us more information. Yes, Korea is saying, I do. I want to let you both know that as we expand our connections to all of you, Karen, we are feeling people's frustrations. We are feeling they're at the end of the rope. So thank you for bringing that forth today. It is something that we are working on helping to provide a peaceful scenario. What is your take on the shooting that just happened in the synagogue? What is that about? It's a last-ditch effort. It's, it's a mind control hate thing. They have been, think about it, every time that there is the potential for a huge shift in your financial structure, they have created some kind of power play. It was another power play. And we were able to contain it to not be um, an even larger arena. But we're sorry that it happened. However, the good news is, out of all of the pain it will cause, it is bringing people together. Say enough of this nonsense. Enough. There's no reason for this anymore. We are working together. We are. We want to be a cohesive, conclusive group. There is no need anymore for hatred and violence. So, unfortunately... The pain of this experience for many has gotten even more people to enough, no more. That's the the blessing side of the coin. Uh, Mm. Not that it was right in any way, shape, or form. So Mm. we have been working with that, and we've been maintaining as much as we can to stay as peaceful as we can and hold the surface. Yes, Mark, you have a question? Yes, how about the situation in Mexico and if the space programs and drama council can assist to bring peace and bring those that choose to cause harm someplace where they can no longer cause harm? How can that situation be taken care of? As you know, there's a lot of people on both sides. Yes, there are. And... What's being done with that is, again, we are providing as much knowledge as we can through remote viewing and connection. We have to have people ask to connect. So we, we have to honor their field and know that they want our connection with them. That is one of the things that we've been mandated to um, stay in alignment with 
and we work with our groups on. So, again, we can look at the silver lining of this whole thing and the groups that have been trying to get into the country, that have been paid to go into the country, into the United States, to throw off the balance of what is needed for the new financial structure and for the new um, Economic Security Reformation Act. What the good news is, is that when these events happen, it leads, it's an opening to get to the root cause. And more and more of these events are leading to get to the sources that are causing pain and conflict and harm against humanity. So that is the good news. And the more that we can connect, and that is what we are doing, the more we can connect to those asking, the more that we can help and assist with guidance to know right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you. as you know, as you know, both my, all my teams, all those I work with and can, are there to support you and everything that, that you and everyone you work with do as well. And of That's course, an automatic knowing, Mark. We automatically know that or you wouldn't be here today. So right. thank I you just want to make sure very that, much. I just want to make sure that the listeners fully understand how that works because they can connect with you as well like we've discussed many times but they need to be reminded of that. Very good point. Thank you for bringing that forth, that the listeners can ask us for connection and that we can source them as well. We've got a lot of teams working on that, which is why I've stepped back from connecting to you and Karen as much, and Suri is here to work with you and your groups more, and Envilum. Uh, so thank you very much for all you're doing. We just wanted you to know that this is how we are connecting now and what we are doing to support you. Ali is saying, thanks, Karee, Willem, and Suri. We appreciate those connections, and we will be in touch next month for another update. In the meantime, Karen and Mark and all the listeners, we thank you for being the boots on the ground and bringing forth the knowledge and wisdom, and most importantly, holding the space for these changes to occur. You are also greatly responsible. All of you are greatly responsible for the results that were announced today. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. Everyone is bowing. Namaste. I am going to end the recording and um, head back. Thank you all. All right. That was um, an amazing, amazing report. We're getting to see that changes are happening. Support is there for us. We are being loved. We are being embraced. We are being appreciated and valued. And Earth is being supported. That's what I treasure in this. I treasure that it's taking care of all the bases, that we're the animals, the bugs, the soil, the plants are being supported. It's 
it's heartwarming for me to know that the rainforest species are being cataloged and that we will have the natural seeds and everything available um, no matter what happens. But that is all taken care of. That's wondrous. Now, let's move on to the step of the fact that the commander of the Red Reptilians, the fact that they have six bases of all different types of intergalactic species working together for the good, for the common good. If that's not ascension, I don't know what is. That is fifth dimension. That is a oneness, um, an inclusion, a expansion of consciousness. It is diversity working for a common cause. The collective, co-creative, cohesive group that is expanding together. That is what this is all about. And we may not see it as easily on Earth, but we are seeing it in the bigger picture through these dates and these types of meetings. It's amazing to just see the growth. And I remember the commander saying, I guess it was about a year ago in a, sh- in a show we did together, that the Red Reptilians were a mirror for us. They were wanting their freedom from the Draco just as much as we are because they are just as much slaves. In fact, they're slaves to their own race. It It's sort of like... Um, the African-Americans who enslaved tribes and enslaved their own people and then sold them. It's a similar concept. And the fact that they are evolving and changing their DNA to grow and expand tells us that we can too. It's a perfect example for us to know we've got the capabilities too to evolve and expand in the same way. So that's what's important. That's what there is to know and take away from these. And as Mark pointed out at the end, we can ask to work with them and grow with them and serve as well. I want to acknowledge what Galilee said in the fact that being here, being on these calls, listening to this information, holding it in our fields and our hearts expands it. We are holding the space and the field for it to happen. That is golden. You make a difference. Each one of us makes a difference. Thank you for being part of the Awakening family that is assisting in these kind of miraculous results. Let's all send really good vibes and good energy to the biologics and frequency teams so that they can create some kind of a nutrient or serum or frequency for the bees so that we can save the bee populations on Earth. That is crucial. It's crucial for us to move forward with natural plants and biologics, that would be the ideal result. And at least there's some backup plans. So that's really important to know as well. So again, thank you for being a part of the team 
I know you aren't on the ship with me, and the fact that you're here includes you in the team, the Earth Humanities team, and the and the field of holding the space for all of us to ascend. That's the bottom line. So now, join us next Sunday, 11-11-11, for the Wise Council update on how to use the powerful portal that that energy will bring in for all of us. That's an exciting opportunity. And again, as a reminder, if you haven't read the newsletter, it's a really powerful newsletter, The Treats and Trickery of Verbiage. So you go to KarenCressman.com to get that. All right. So with that said, everyone, I want to take us out with toning for the expansion of humanity's growth. <laughs> now everyone namaste have a fabulous week and we'll see you back on the 11th